all things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Powered by Overtime Media. Hello and welcome back into another edition of the Who Dat Discussion. As always, my name is Andrew and we are coming at you from the Vivid Seats studio use promo code overtime in the vivid seats mobile app to save up to a hundred dollars on all ticket purchases and the saints won a thriller in the dome this afternoon 34 to 31 on a will lutt game winning field goal as always we're going to go over our notes our intriguing matchups and then we'll finish off with our group by group recap and then also we have some hudat nation fan questions coming your way as well as I did post something on Twitter. So definitely, if you guys have any questions in the future, please post them because I love answering you guys' questions and I can't wait to answer them later in the show. But we are going to start off with this game here and our notes for this game. So the Saints do win this one in the thriller. They go up early, then they kind of lag in the middle. They have like they get up another 13 points later. They're up 31 to 18 later and then 13 straight from the Panthers and the Saints finish off with a field goal by Will Lutz, and it obviously was a crazy game. You had a lot of missed field goals and extra points by the Panthers, and that's kind of what the Saints got into a little luck, and that happened last year as well. So I don't think it's like a bad thing that obviously you win, you're fine, you're going to take it, you're 9-2, you're a good team for sure, but it was sloppy for sure, and kind of on both sides. The quarterback play was very good on both sides. I think Kyle Allen and Drew Brees both had a really had really good games, and I think you got to give both QBs credit, and that's why you know this game really got to where it was. And once he missed that field goal, or at least I, I knew once even when they were kicking the field goal, if they scored a touchdown, the Saints were gonna obviously going to have trouble to uh, win this game. But if they or only had an early down a field goal, they can kick a field goal, they'd go on to see what they can do in overtime. It wouldn't be the end of the world. But the Saints obviously luck into a, um, a field goal attempt, or a field goal miss, I should say, on a field goal attempt. As Joey Slythe just had a tough, a tough game in this one, and you got to give him, you kind of feel for him, I guess, a little bit. But obviously, we're happy that it didn't really have to. There was no big heartbreak because there could have been because there are so many. Just it was just. I think the refs did a really bad job. We'll get into that later, and just the inconsistencies, and it's always how the bad, you know, the inconsistencies are always bad for the Saints. Always, it's never for the other teams, and it's just it starts to obviously get into your head and as players coaches whatever and obviously we saw that from Sean Payton in his post-game press conference was he just said New York had a bad day as well but the Saints are really sloppy I mean it's, it's not the ref's faults for some of those penalties for sure and the Saints with their penalties always come up in just bad situations like Cam Jordan I know he's trying to punch out the ball but y- you can't just like punch at a, pl- at a player and you just can't do that and uh, you got to be more as the captain of this defense and you know how long he's been on this team and obviously he's still a great player nine and a half sacks but you just got to be a little more um, wary of that. And it's going to hurt you sometime. It may not hurt you in this game. They win. But maybe in the playoffs he does it and it hurts them. And they lose the game because of it. But whatever. You're going to take your wins when you get them. And obviously it's still a good win. You're going to have a good victory Monday. And and you're on a short. You're definitely on that short week with the Falcons. It's big to win games. So any win you can get good. You got to take the positives with Drew Brees looking really good. This offense looked like it got into a nice rhythm today. And then the defense just, it took a step back for sure. It reminded me a lot of those like 2016, 2015 Saints games where you just went back and forth and crazy plays would happen and penalties and just, I mean, these barn burners of games. Um, But the Saints are able to win this one, come out on top. And uh, I think that was just really good. Getting into the stats of it, Michael Thomas passes 100 catches. 
uh, for the season. That's obviously huge. He's one of the fastest players to do that. Um, I think the fastest player to do that. I'm sorry. Yeah, so, I mean, that's obviously really good for Mike Thomas. He ends up with 100, uh, 101 yards on 10 catches and one touchdown, and he just had that big 25-yard catch at the end of the game to set the Saints up in field goal range. He's just clutch. I mean, he's a clutch player. He just wants a big moment, and he's really ready. So you got to give him a ton of credit because he's able to just come up in big situations. He's not going to be a player that's good against bad teams and then just sits down. No, he comes up in every situation. He's a clutch a clutch player, and he definitely showed that today. He had, he just, put the t- again, put the team on his back at some points in the game. That's how good he was in this one, so really good. Also, Kamara had a nice screen pass at the end of that game. The Saints definitely leaned on their best players at the end of the game, and that's probably why they came out on top in this one if it wasn't. Obviously, the, the field goals were also important with a few misses for the Panthers, but the Saints had a lot of missed opportunities as well, so... It's just both ways. I think this was just... I don't think the Saints got lucky with their win, but they definitely came out with some luck. But then they were unlucky on a lot of things in this game, too. So it's just kind of just like a give or take, and that's just kind of what it is there for this one. But Michael Thomas did have a great game. As I said, the Saints started off 14-0, which was really good. Great start. They started in the red zone. They converted twice. Really good job for the Saints. you got to give them a ton of credit that they kind of fixed that, maybe, and just coming out strong was obviously really big. Now you would like to push that lead a little higher for it to be a blowout. Didn't happen, so maybe that's kind of the next step. But good job to start at the start at the game with a touchdown by Murray, and he obviously set an example for the Saints to get off on top. They, the Saints definitely played hard in this one. I'm not going to say that, but they've had some a lot of bonehead plays where they're just usually the Saints this season. They've been very very into the games. They've been obviously the physicality's been there, but it hasn't been stupid physicality. Today was a lot of stupid physicality. You had a lot of just you know penalties. You had pass interferences. You had. Um, there was illegal hands to the face, a lot of that, and that just can't happen. And I, I'm not going to say they didn't play hard. I think they did. I think the offense, they definitely uh, came out to play this game. And I know, I thought, I don't know who said it, but someone was like, oh, the Saints are getting pushed around again. I don't think they got pushed around in this one. I thought they won on both offensive lines, to be quite honest with you. It's just the bonehead plays, and it happened again. And, you know, it's really going to be really tough to win against some good teams, um, especially on the road, when you make these bonehead mistakes. Now, when the Saints travel, they haven't been making those mistakes, so I guess that's good um, when you go on the road, but at home, you can't do it either. I mean, just because you're at home, you can't just make lots of ga- days ago mistakes. So I think that's obviously something to look at in the future. But I, again, it was good that they started out, got a lead, and that's really a good sign for things to come here. And Drew Brees goes over 300 yards and three touchdowns. The pick was bad, but you know, one one or two throws is not going to kill you. At, and he just, I think, had a really good game in this one. Jared Cook stepped up with six catches, 99 yards, and a touchdown. Definitely his best game as a Saint. And that just it was a bogus offensive pass interference, so he should have had a much bigger game than that. So I think he played a really solid game. And the Saints were able to run the ball. They got over six, uh, six and a half yards of carry with 6.6. So they did do a good job running, especially Latavius Murray, seven carries, 64 yards, and a touchdown. And Kamara was even, he was good as well with 11 carries for 54 yards. So he was almost at that five-yard clip as well. So they did do a good job. So I thought that was overall, I think the Saints on offense did a really good job. The defense just had too many just bonehead plays, and that's why the Panthers come away with 31 points here. They did, at times, a very good job, but just, I mean, and they made some timely plays, but at the end of the day, they were just giving up just bad plays at the wrong time. And it's just and when that happens, you're going to give up 31 points. I mean, this is the only, this is like the first time the Saints give up over 30 points in the season, so you're kind of allowed to have one bad game, but it's just these mistakes, and it wasn't like they played awful. I mean, I wouldn't say, like, oh, there's something to worry about. You just got to clean up these penalties and these just mistakes. When you have 12 penalties for 123 yards with giving them five first downs, I mean, you're just giving them five first downs. I mean, that just cannot happen. I mean, that's like a third of their first, They had 26 first downs. The so fifth of their first downs are on penalties. It just can't happen. And um, that's obviously going to be 
um, something to look at for the Saints in the future because, again, I, I, I just you, you can't, you're not going to be able to beat the Packers, the 49ers, if you're going off these, these 12 penalties games. You have to cut that back for sure. So that's going to obviously be really important looking in the future for the Saints there. So I think that will wrap up our um, notes here for this game. Obviously a lot. I think there was a lot to look at, and the Saints were able to come out on top, but it was obviously just a crazy game. And um, they, But they obviously, they did a good job. They deserved it for sure. But obviously there were a lot of stats to look over, and this was a game where statistics didn't lie. So I think that was just really interesting as well there. So now we are going to move over to our intriguing matchups. Starting off with our first matchup with Christian McCaffrey versus our front seven and our linebacker group. And they just did not uh, do very good against McCaffrey in this game. Now, against the run, they did do good. I'll give them credit where credit is due. McCaffrey in the run only had 22 carries uh, for 64 yards. He had a lot of carries, but he didn't have the yardage. 2.9 yards a carry. He did have a touchdown. But, I, again, I, I think the Saints did a good job against the run, especially against McCaffrey, as they were able to stop him to only uh, below 65 yards. You obviously love seeing that for sure. Obviously, the problem was in the passing game where he has nine catches for 70 yards, or about 70 yards, 69 yards, and a touchdown. Two touchdowns is never a good thing for a player. And it just looked like, like on some drives, it was just boom, 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 McCaffrey, 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 and they couldn't stop it. And it, it, it boggles my mind how he gets that open. And I guess people on um, other podcasters probably say this about Mike Thomas when they play the Saints, but... I mean, you know the ball's going to him. I mean, why why are you putting two guys, three guys on him? And I, I just don't understand. Now he gets over thirty touches in this game, gets thirty-one touches, and that means he's probably going to get some volume. He's a good player, but some of these plays were just like that. The touch, one of his touchdowns was just he was wide open. Can't happen. And for whatever for whatever reason, I just feel like that's also got to clean up. Why isn't the best player like the great thing about Bill Belichick? He always takes out your best player. Now, I, I'm not saying the Saints' defense is like the Patriots' defense or Bill Belichick' defense or whatever, but that, that's got to happen for a really good team. you got to be able to let other people win. And now, DJ Moore also had a really good game. Six catches, 126 yards, and two TDs. Those two guys really killed him. Besides that, I mean, Greg Olsen had five catches, 44 yards, but that's not that bad. But, I mean, overall, it was really those two guys, and they crushed him. And, like, how, how are you letting both of those guys just beat you like that? And it just can't happen, I think, in future games because it's going to be on a bigger stage, and they're going to matter a little bit more, and... Again, McCaffrey crushed this matchup, and it definitely the Saints didn't have any answers by the end of the game. So again, you got to give them credit. The Saints were able to in the red zone kind of lock up uh, a few times in this game, and it obviously ended up being the difference in the end where they had a nice uh, goal line stand. But you got to fix that. And if if you now next week you're going to play against Julio, you're hoping you're with Mike Thomas, or not Mike Thomas, uh, Marshawn Lattimore in that game to lock him down, but. You got to beat their best player. That is their best skill position player. I think he's got to be shut down on this one if the Saints want to win or at least have some success on defense. So that's just kind of what I'm thinking there. Moving over to our next intriguing matchup, and that is Alvin Kamara versus the Carolina linebackers in front seven. And this was a little different. Now, Kamara, he gets 20 touches, not 30, 31 touches, but he just wasn't the same as McCaffrey. I, I got to say, there's a question about this later. Um, McCaffrey just looked better than Kamara today. And, I mean, Kamara just wasn't as slippery as he usually is. He wasn't as just he's, since the injury. He's just not the same player, and I don't know why that is. Maybe he's just trying to get back into the swing of things, and he'll be fine. He had a couple of really nice plays at the end of the game, but um, that first half he did not have a good game. And I, it, again, I'm not going to say they didn't win that matchup. I don't think because I mean, Kamara got his touches, he got his big plays, and he obviously had the game-winning play where they were able to get farther into field goal range and um, to get to Will Lutz to hit that field goal. But again, I think he just didn't have the best game. I think McCaffrey definitely played better than him. So. 
I'd maybe you give that the edge to the Carolina as well. But the, our third matchup is obviously going to be a clear win for the Saints, and that's going to be Michael Thomas and the Saints uh, wide receiving or the receiving group versus the Carolina secondary. And this is where the Saints completely took over, and they won this matchup by a lot. That you got to give cre uh, credit to Drew Brees. You got to give credit to Sean Payton here because the Saints were able to completely win this one. Michael Thomas has a big day, gets over 100 yards, 10 catches, and a touchdown. But that's kind of like that's kind of ho-hum. That's kind of what he always does. But you get Jared Cook for six catches, 99 yards, and he also had a big catch that got taken back. So, again, I think he had a great game. Kamara with nine catches for 48 yards. That's good as well. Um, Traquan Smith catches a touchdown. Ted Ginn had a few big catches, even though he did have a huge drop in this one for a touchdown. So I don't think he played that good. But he was able to make some big catches that third and 12 in the beginning of the game. He made a big catch. So, again, I think that's kind of what it was for Ginn. I don't think he had a bad game, but again, I think the Saints just did enough, and they definitely won this matchup. Drew Brees had a, some really nice throws. I thought he had played a good game. To me, he had two bad throws to pick, and then also he threw one deep to Ginn, and it was behind him, and it was not a good throw. Almost got picked at the end of the game, but besides that, I thought he played an overall good game, and I think that's kind of just what you want to see from Brees, and that was a vintage Drew Brees game coming, coming here, getting the game-winning field goal. That was just a really good, um, good scene that he could still do that, for sure, so I think he's fine, and I think he's playing at a good level right now, and that's kind of what the level the Saints needed to play at. So overall, good job by these wide receivers. Good job by Drew Brees to get the ball to them because I think overall they were able to really win this matchup thoroughly more than losing the other two matchups. So that's kind of just what I thought there. So before we get into our group-by-group group recap, you are going to hear a word from our sponsors at Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for the events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section or row of your choice all in the Vivid Seats mobile app. To make things even better, Vivid Seats now has a loyalty program that allows fans to earn credit back. This is called Vivid Seats Rewards. Go to the App Store or the Google Play Store and download the Vivid Seats app today. Fans are automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats Rewards program for free. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee from the biggest concerts, end games to the hottest theater shows and more. Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and join the Vivid Seats Rewards program today. And when it's time to buy, new users enter the promo code OVERTIME at checkout to receive a discount up to $100. It really is a great program, a really great app. So definitely check Vivid Seats out. They really know what they're doing. And I always go there when I'm looking for Saints tickets or obviously other tickets in the New York area. It's just really a good place to go. Welcome back into the Houdat discussion. And now we are going to get to our group-by-group group recap. So we're just going to go from quarterback all the way down to the coaching and give it give the, each group a grade. Starting off with Drew Brees and the quarterback, I'm going to give him an A, A-. I'm leaning towards an A here on this one. I thought he did play a really good game. He was 30 of 39 for 311 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, two sacks were given up, QBR of 75, and a uh, passer rating of 114. So overall, I thought he played a good game. And I think you got to give him a lot of credit. To me, two throws were bad. But besides that, it was it was a very good game, I thought. Um, he had a few drops that could have been caught for touchdowns. I thought even after those drops, he bounced back really well, played good. And he drove this team down to win the game. At the end of the day, that's kind of what a vintage Drew Brees game is. He was able to get the ball to Mike Toms, get the ball to Jared Cook, get the ball to Alvin Kamara when they needed to. Overall, really good job to just 
play play some vintage Drew Brees, vintage Saints game here. A little of a um, barn burner uh, shootout in the dome, and the Saints are able to come out on top. That's just kind of what you want to see. So really good job by Drew Brees. We kind of talked about it. The footwork was there. The, the pocket was clean, so, you, so he was able to throw it downfield. To me, the deep ball was there. I know he threw, like, one behind, but I thought overall his deep ball was good today, and it wasn't – I think the arm strength is there. The precision is there. Um, he was 30 of 39, which is a very good uh, a clip. It's above 75%. So he, I think he, overall, I think it was vintage Drew Brees is what we want to see from him game in and game out, so hopefully he can keep up the good work. Moving on to the skill position players, I'm going to give them an A- minus in this one. Again, I thought they did a very good job, and I again, I just think that Saints could have, to get that A, that perfect score, just you want that one more play, that one more, you know, something. Maybe that's, maybe they should time someone. Maybe we'll see what happens. But I think looking at it, Mike Thomas has an A game, another really good game there. Jared Cook has his first big A game coming in as like a number two receiver in this one. I thought he played really well. What I didn't like is that the Saints didn't run the ball, especially in the second half when they had that 13-point lead. They were, like, getting away from the run, and I thought that's obviously it's going to get some holding penalties were in there and some other plays. But the Saints, they were to establish the run early, which is always great. You want to see that. But then they went away from it late. So I think what the Saints really got to do is just keep going towards the run and don't get away from it. You only have 18 carries in this one, and you get over 100 yards, and you're at 6.6 yards a carry. So... You got to just keep on running it. Definitely um, slow that defense down. The Panthers' offense was playing great, so maybe if you ran a little more, you'd be able to shave off the clock, keep them off the field a little longer, and it just didn't happen in this one. I think Sean Payton got a little pass happy. I think they got a little big play happy in this one because they had a lot of big plays early, but I think they should have stuck to their guns, ran the ball, and I think it probably would have been a better outcome and maybe not as close of a game if they were able to do that. But overall, I did think they played really well. Um, you had Kamara still have nine catches in this one, which is good. Traquan Smith had the touchdown. Overall, good game from the skill position players. One of their better ones this season. Offensive line, I'm going to give an A- as well. For the most part, they did really good. Um, you have Taron Armstead go down in this game. He was carted off, so we'll see if he gets put on IR or if he's just kind of just week-to-week in this uh, instance. But I don't think he'll play on Thursday against the Falcons. I'd be very surprised. So you're kind of looking at right now what? Hopefully you have him back for later games and big games of the season. We'll see how bad the injury was, but it did not look good. So we're obviously going to have to talk about that in our, more in our preview episode against the Falcons or what the Saints will do without their starting left tackle. They put Omame in this game, and he played good. Now, look, he had some problems. He had a holding penalty. He had a few plays that got blowed up. But for the most part, I thought he did a good job. And now you have your full left side of your offensive line with backups. I mean, with all, all things considered, they played well. I mean, look, wasn't the best game they played all year. I think, you know, you still had some sacks. You still had some plays getting blown up in the backfield. But for the most part, they controlled the line of scrimmage. They gave Drew Brees a lot of time to throw. And then overall, I think they did good against the run in, against um, this run defense for the Panthers as well. So I think overall, they played really good. You had some good play from your interior, from Eric McCoy. Um, Walford had a few good blocks. And even Omame and Easton played good games as well. Really what you wanted to see. Good job for them. And really, the, the tackles, I mean, look, obviously, Omame, I think, I believe he gave up a sack and a holding penalty look, but it's not the worst. His, he didn't blow up this game by any means. And now maybe when they play better teams like the 49ers that are playing tonight as we're recording this podcast or some other teams that they'll end up playing in the playoffs, if they get there, 
you just want to see, um, obviously, have Armstead in there. But all things considered, they did play well. I think Omame definitely played better than what we're kind of used to when we see him with the Giants and the Jaguars. So definitely, I think he's improved in this Saints offensive line. And the Saints were able to put a little more um, coverage to his side, so they were able to block a little better with tight ends and stuff. That helped as well. So I think overall, good job by this offensive line. They definitely gave holes to run. They gave uh, Drew Brees time to throw. Overall, they did a very good job for the most part. Now, there were a few plays here and there, but for the most part, they did play very well. Flipping over to the defensive line, I'm going to give them an A-. minus. They have four sacks, which is really good. They were getting to um, Kyle Allen consistently, especially in those second and third quarters. In the fourth quarter, they did as well. Big sack by Marcus Davenport in the fourth quarter, and it was just a huge, finally getting there with Davenport, so he did a really good job there, and then he jumps over the center and kind of alters that play a little bit for uh, the kicker when they missed the field goal, the 28-yarder, so that's obviously really good as well. So Davenport, to me, he played a really good game. On the other side, though, Cameron Jordan, I don't think, played that well. He did have a tackle for loss. He had a pass defense, which was really good. He had a tip ball. But he had a, that big bowhead mistake, and he didn't get to the quarterback. It wasn't his worst game. Didn't make a. Wasn't a net negative, but it, it just wasn't. It was a, just wasn't regular Cam Jordan. I thought he played a little, just um, a little too sloppy in this one. And I think he definitely made an impact on the game. But just that penalty is such a killer, and I think he knows that. And obviously, I think that'll get fixed. But in the future, I think he's got to make some more plays. I don't think he played bad, but that was just a just a, one of his worst games of the season, just because of that just just it's bonehead at the end of the day you can't do that and that, that and that's a reason why the Panthers got back in the game as well I mean that's just I mean that's a huge misplay by uh Cameron Jordan in this one so but overall they did a really good job uh Malcolm Brown had a good game Onyemata had a sack so he did good as well you had Rankins in there playing good I think overall they did a really good job Moving over to the linebackers, I'm gonna give them a B B minus I think Demario Davis played very good in this game and besides him the other two linebackers did not play well. They really couldn't keep up with Christian McCaffrey. They were missing tackles on Christian, Christian McCaffrey. Even DeMario didn't have the best game in this one. Um, again, it wasn't didn't hurt the team that much. I think it was more the secondary in this one. But McCaffrey, I mean, the they were put on McCaffrey a lot, and they just couldn't come through. I'm going to go to a B- minus this one. They just It wasn't acceptable at some points. They didn't make some tackles. They definitely missed some tackles there. Um, overall, really just a bad job from this linebacking court. Now, look, they didn't play awful. Demario Davis really helps out because that's how good he is. But the other two guys, I mean, if you had to grade them, you put, like, Demario Davis A-, minus, and then the other guys C, C, C-, minus. maybe even worse. Maybe I'm being even a little generous. But overall, that's just kind of what I'm thinking here from this linebacking group. So that's just, I mean, look, they didn't lose the Saints the game, so they don't get a C's or in the D's, but not a good game for this team. And if Demario Davis isn't there, they're really in big trouble, but he's able to be the glue of this group and keep it going. So overall, good job by this linebacking group. To, they, they, they did contain um, McCaffrey. He didn't do that like amazing. He never one of his best games of the season, but I don't think they did a good job. And that just gets frustrating when pass after pass goes to him. So I think that they just got to get a little better at that and a little better of a contain, and I think they'll be fine. I mean, it was kind of a little just of a slump game for them, but overall... I think it was a tough matchup for Klein, tough matchup for Kiko, and I think at the end of the day, they probably will be fine. And then the secondary, they just, it just wasn't a good game for them today. Um, it does happen without Lattimore, but it was not good in this one. Last week, they did do a really good job, and I gave them a lot of credit. They got the takeaways. They did really good. 
And then in this game, it was just bad. You had P.J. Williams get burnt by D.J. Moore twice. And I don't know what Sean Payton's thinking when putting um, D.J. Moore with P.J. Williams. Why don't you put Eli Apple? Because Eli Apple did play well. He was basically the only player in the secondary that played well. Why wasn't he on D.J. Moore? That kind of puzzled me. Marcus Williams was late on a lot of plays, on a big, big play. So that wasn't good. He had the pass interference to get him to set him up in the at the one-yard line. That wasn't good. Von Bell got beat on a few plays. He had that nice pick, but it didn't count, so that doesn't matter. And um, he got beat by Greg Olson a few times for a few first downs. He got beat by Christian McCaffrey a few times. Not a good game from him. And besides, basically besides Eli Apple, every other cornerback was bad. And it, it just wasn't a good performance from these guys. So at the end of the day, it's not the worst thing in the world. They did do enough to win the game. But it was not good. That's why I'm going to give them a C. And this was this is their worst game all season. This reminded me a lot of that the 2015s, 2016s. They got beat deep. Big plays. Like You know what really reminds me? Like the first two games of 2017. Getting beat deep. Getting all these plays. Just wasn't good. And uh, they're going to have to do better if they want to make some noise here. Because that could be a very uh, big issue if, if this keeps up. Now, I think with Lattimore, they'll be fine. Once they get Lattimore back, they'll be fine. Hopefully, that's for Thursday's game. And he'll be on Julio. And he'll get locked up. And then that's that, because Lattimore is playing such at a high level. He puts everybody so much higher when he's on the field. So hopefully they're, you know, he's going to come back. Saints will be fine. I'm not worried about it until they're bad with Lattimore. But I think overall, you had Eli Apple playing well. It was just the other guys. I think the safeties, that was kind of where the Saints went wrong in this game. The safeties didn't play well, and um, P.J. Williams didn't play well as, as uh, additionally. So, again, that's just kind of what it's looking up for the secondary. Special teams here, I thought they did a really good job. I'm going to give them an A because they won this game probably for us. Let's put it. Let's just put it that way. Will Lutz making the game-winning field goal, making every other field goal. You had a muffed punt from the Panthers. We get on the ball. We get our only turnover of the game from that. We get a score from that. That was really good. Obviously, Morstead was able to put some nice punts in there. Overall, good job from the Saints special teams group. And they're the reason uh, the Saints win and the Panthers lose because they're bad special teams group. So, they're probably the reason the Saints win this one, so really good job for them. And uh, shout-out to Hardy and Morstead and um, Lutz for making the game-winning field goal. So really good job from them. And coaching, I'm going to give a B. It wasn't bad. Offense, they did a really good job scheming up. They got the matchups they wanted to. Really good job by Sean Payton there. The defense was basically the exact opposite. The Panthers were able to scheme to get their matchups they wanted. And to me, it was just a lot of lackadaisical plays, a lot of bad discipline, and... That's put on the coaches at the end of the day. So they obviously got to fix that. Now, it's pretty easy to fix. They fixed it in the past, but now you got to fix it for good. And you got to stop the penalty, stop all that stuff, and hopefully it just never comes up again because in these next four days, they better be just – if there's one thing you're going to fix, it's got to be those penalties. So, again, I, I think they'll be fine, and it wasn't the worst coach game ever. I think it was if it was any worse, they probably would have lost. But it was good enough. They got the win. So good job there by the coach, coaching staff, getting them ready to play. And they're the much better team. So when you get a team ready to play, usually they come out on top. So I think that will wrap up our group-by-group group recap. Now we are going to get to your questions. Thank you to everybody who sent in a question this week. I really highly appreciate it. And if anyone that wants to send a question that hasn't already, you can, um, I'm, I'm going to put up basically before every episode, I'm just going to put any anyone have questions for this episode. And then you can just put your questions on there on Twitter. And if you don't have Twitter and still listen to the show, you can email us some questions at thewhodatdis at gmail.com. So all, with all that said, I think we're going to get into our questions with our first question from Luke Burns. And he asked, after a close win at home, how do you think our secondary looks after not having our number one corner playing? 
So this is kind of, I said this a little earlier, but I'm going to say it again here, is that I think the Saints will be fine once they have Lattimore. But without Lattimore, they have some really big issues, especially opposite Eli Apple. Eli Apple is actually doing a really good job. you got to give him a ton of credit because he would be um, acceptable as some teams want corner. So that's how good he's playing right now. I think he's playing definitely his best football of his career. So that's obviously really good. But opposite him, you have P.J. Williams, who is just not good enough to play at the boundary for a long amount of time. And then you put either uh, Patrick Robinson or Chauncey Garner-Johnson in the slot, and they've been kind of up and down. I would like to see a little more of Patrick Robinson if Lattimore is out, because I think he's a little more experienced. We didn't see him get beat at all, um, or get beat like for big plays. So I think maybe you try him. But overall, once you get Lattimore back, then you're able to put Lattimore at the one, Eli at the two, you have your two safeties, obviously, we're playing very good up until this game. And then you could put um, PJ in the slot or Patrick Robinson, or um, you obviously have Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, so you could just swap them in and out as you want as the matchup C fit. And I think you have a really, really solid secondary. Without Lattimore, then you put guys that play in kind of tough situations with PJ playing on the outside or whoever's playing on the outside. That's a tough situation for them. So... Once Lattimore comes back, they'll be fine, and that's why he's so integral to this team because without him, you get guys playing in uncomfortable situations. With him in, you got everyone playing their best part. The best part of their game, they're getting used for. So I think that's really big, and that's why Lattimore is so important to this team. So if they get Lattimore back, I think they'll be fine. If Lattimore's out long-term, let's say he gets hurt again, re-injures it, they may be in a little more trouble. But I think with him and with him coming back, hopefully in either the Falcons game or the next game against the 49ers, they, I think, are in pretty good shape there our next question is from saints fan nine and he asked how do you fix the penalty problem for us so i think this is going to fall on the coaching at the end of the day now you obviously are going to tell your guys to play physical you're going to obviously do all that great stuff that the saints have been doing but you have to tell them to play discipline and that's kind of where the saints have faltered this season the only bad really bad problem even beyond the wide receivers this is getting to like um it's hurting them to win games has been when they make these bonehead plays on third down or on uh, third down for the on offense or on defense, really, and they have to then punt the ball away or put them set up from first down goals and stuff like that. That's been a really big problem for this team. So you got to stop that. So it's now you have to play not only physical, but you have to play discipline. And I think they got to hit that. If they cannot hit that, there's going to be some big problems in the future against some really good teams because they're going to really capitalize off the Saints' mistakes more than all the other teams have in the past. Now, they when they play the really good teams, they haven't made those mistakes. When they played Seattle, they didn't make that mistake. So it's kind of that type of stuff where you, maybe they're playing their competition a little bit. I don't really know, but that's got to stop. I, I completely agree for sure. And I, I just think that it's, it's definitely a really fixable problem, and you have, what, five games to do it. So I think they're fine, but you got to fix that for sure, and that's really big there. Our next question is from Saints fan since 83, and he asked, do you think AK looks a bit off? So it does look, it did, he did look a little off. I'm like, he didn't shed really any tackles. He got caught behind the line of scrimmage a lot. And it's kind of like he needs a few holes to get started, and once he gets started, he's good again. And I don't know what he's doing. Is he just holding it back a little bit because he doesn't want to get hurt again? He's scared about that. Does he not want to put in full strength because he doesn't think he's 100% yet? And it's a lot of things that could happen. I don't really know um, where he is, and I'm not gonna definitely not going to assume anything. I, I, I do think that he's still making plays, and he's definitely been able to um, make those plays when it mattered most. He did it today with a good screenplay. So overall, again, the Saints were getting the ball. He's definitely got his touches, got over 20 touches, and he made some big plays. But overall, I agree with you. He does look a little off. But I think when the when he gets more and more plays 
and I think he'll be going back to the slippery that he's always been. He's been at that high level. So, I, again, I, I expect him to do that. Now, if he doesn't, now some people said that, oh, he's trying to get the contract and everything. I do not believe that. So, please don't do that. I'm not going to question the man's character because I don't, I think he's fine. I think maybe he's just, maybe it's just that he's um, with this injury. He's just trying to bring it back little by little and he's just not 100% yet. But we'll see as he gets the games more and more to see how that progresses there. But overall, I do expect him by the playoffs to be at full strength. And our final question is from ChopZX2, and she asked, how do you throw a ref out? So the refs were not good today, and that's why I think that's kind of what your question is. Obviously, you're probably asking in a very joke-only way. What is very interesting to think about is the refs were bad in this one, and they just weren't they just weren't equal. And when, it, when it's like that, it's tough. You have a really bad uh, over overturn call, in my opinion. You haven't overturned any of them this season. And you overturned one that's not even that bad of a call. Like, we've seen much worse. The, the DeAndre Hopkins penalty last week that wasn't overturned is overturned. It's much worse than what was overturned today. That's 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 one thing. Then you have a penalty earlier that probably should have been overturned. If, if we're on the same narrow playing field as that, that play was overturned. The one earlier on Jared Cook should have been overturned as well. That's just kind of something that it's just the Saints are not getting the right side of the stick. And eventually they're going to have to, and probably, you know, it's going to work out eventually, you hope, unless the NFL really does have a vendetta out for the Saints, which who knows at this point, maybe they do. But it's starting to get very frustrating for this team, I bet, for Sean Payton, because obviously the first time they overturned a penalty, it's on the Saints. And it's just like over and over and over again. It's tough. It's very tough. And I thought there were a lot of ticky-tacky penalties in this game, which was just like, why are you calling that? You shouldn't. It's a division game. A lot, lot to be played for sure. And even there was a kick return where... Um, they did offsetting penalties on the personal foul penalties when it was all really the, the Carolina player that was just upset with Chauncey. And you're still calling on the Saints for what? For him retali- retaliating? It's just tough. And I just think the, the officiating was just bad. And it was just flat out bad. And some of these ticky-tacky penalties on third down and that type of stuff, it's just it's tough. And hopefully that the Saints have a couple of plays go their way later in the season in the playoffs to kind of offset it. But... I think this is kind of maybe the life we'll be living. Just bad penalties. We're going to have to get over it eventually and stop complaining because it's, it's obviously just hasn't went the Saints way this whole season and last season. So I think they got to just kind of just at this point, it's another point of adversity. They're going to have to beat the refs as well as the other team. And if plays now, penalties start going their way, that's great. That's the way it should be. But if it doesn't, it doesn't. You just got to move on from it at this point because that's kind of what the card have been dealt. But... I think with all that said, it is time to wrap up this podcast. So if you like our content here at the Houdat Discussion and haven't followed us on our various social media accounts, you could follow us on Twitter at the Houdat Dis, on Instagram at Houdat Discussion, and then you could listen to our podcast on any of our streaming platforms like on Spotify, iTunes, and also the Google Play Store. So again, we'll be playing on Thursday against the Falcons. That means we will have a preview episode up probably on Wednesday morning, maybe Tuesday night. We'll get that up for you guys to see what the Saints got against the Falcons. Hopefully they just play a little more um, discipline on the road. They have been all season. They've been playing more discipline on the road, so hopefully that will continue on Thursday, and hopefully they can beat their rivals in this condensed Falcons hate week. So overall, good win, and hope we just keep it up, because if we win next week, we are division champs, and clinch that first playoff bid so with all that said i wanted to say thank you finish the deal and who dat